Hello and welcome to episode 60 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and masterful storyteller, Mark. Yeah. It was good, that was. It's too fast, though. What? You were delivery? Yeah, because I didn't want to... You, you wanted to get me. out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> me, I don't want to go on and on and yeah. on. It's a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, culture, vials, vials, mm-hmm. and magnificent cocks. <laughs> it's, <laughs> we're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this then our work here is done make sure you subscribe to us in your podcast app and follow us on the socials by searching for i'm finecast and please do drop us an email at imfinecast at gmail.com yeah coming up in this episode uh usual warm-up and stretch we have bookmarks and some catching up to do work-life ballet why bigger faster and cleaner isn't always better mark mm-hmm. no matter what anyone's telling you don't believe them don't, don't. believe the hype and <laughs> uh, braid food uh, crisps are back we've we've um i oh, know yeah i've got a crisp review okay I can't speak, why can we... I? I think we'll come to a reason why I can't speak in a minute. Yeah. Or I need to get... Too easy. Actually, oh. can you pass me that piece of paper that's under my crackers over there, please? Under your crackers? Oh, you, you're, oh you're attached. No, I'll, I can... Detach. Thank you. Colin's off today, so um, thanks for uh, explaining why my speech is slurred. Um, uh, yeah, crisp review, and also I've uh, got some life hacks, pearls and nuggets to help you in life. So, hi, Mark. Is your hat new? I like it. Wow, the colour really makes your eyes pop, adding to your general resplendence. Thank you. My hat matches my top. It does, doesn't it? I can't see your top because it's a camouflage top. <laughs> Hilarious. It's just a floating head. Yeah. all you can see, isn't it? Yeah. Your hat's on your head. Yeah. <laughs> on your head, VX. I've not seen that hat of yours. I, I think you might have. It's quite an... Furry? Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's like a gone Acornish. off... It's like a... I was going to say gone off avocado, but... Well, that would be brown, wouldn't it? Well, I think it's a, long you've I left think, it. I think it's a bit lichen-y. Yeah, liking. Mm. Yeah. Good, I'm pleased you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Can we go home now? Yeah. Oh, I am. Welcome to episode 61. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is easy, isn't it? Yeah. Quit while you're ahead. Talking of hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, are you? Am I okay? I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to ask, but... no. I yeah, thought. we are where we are, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Uh, you're here. Mm. Um, Asking how was the course today? I'm not going to talk about it, obviously, but so I'm, I'm about to talk about it. Um, I thought I was going to win the mindfulness again. Okay. I thought I was nailed on. So the mindfulness is choose your top five favourite songs because yeah. we have like a little. You probably have to put this in because um, your sound effects for the the fairy tale were wicked. They were absolutely <laughs> awesome. They added to it so much, and they weren't the same. You're welcome. Some were longer than others. Well, the, the different one was your was the narrator's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think about these was, things. Oh, don't just brilliant. piss about. No, but it's brilliant. Um, you know, have the little um, bong. Yeah, the sort of vibrating. I call it a Buddha bowl. It's probably not a Buddha bowl. Oh yeah, I would like to indicate some. It's finished. Like, yeah, so we have time. that in the mindfulness. So it's like a sort of rubber ended wooden hitter. What you all do? You all have one? No, I do have one. The facilitator. I do have one, but the facilitator she. she. All right, it was a he last week. I wasn't getting funny. Typical. Colin. <laughs> um, She's off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, not surprised with that, that approach. That you, um, <laughs> She's so, off with stress. <laughs> so anyway, it goes bong, and then you start the process. So they wanted us, she wanted us to write down top five songs, tracks, and then it goes bong again, and you work your way through the top five, going through the lyrics and the tunes in your head. Right. So, it's so which bit of this was uh, competitive? 
all of it for you. So I thought, right, no, this is why I thought I'd win. Like, top five, easy. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember my top five. I couldn't even remember my Bowman funeral song. Then I started singing them. The one that was top, I couldn't remember any of the words or the tune. And then I got stuck on the third one and just kept repeating the chorus for three minutes and didn't even get on to my funeral song. Everyone else was... You don't have to put yourself through this on, on, on Saturday mornings, you know. I'm paying, for, I'm paying for the privilege. We can just go for a walk. <laughs> go to an S&M Yeah, parlor. save your money. It's <laughs> <laughs> taking a turn. What? Well, you said you don't have to put yourself through this sort of torture. And I just... Oh, right. You didn't say torture. <laughs> I didn't. That's what's confused. We can just go for a walk and save money and buy a coffee. It'll be fine. Yeah. You can pay me if you want. <laughs> but my what? Just my company. I mean, it's got to be worth something, right? Mm. Thanks. Well, you gave me a good Should... reply today, didn't you? To my text. Oh, to your text. Yeah. I was terrified after the last episode. I was terrified not to. You, got... you, said, you said, I'm going to be 10 minutes. Yeah. And I said, excellent. I'll warm up the coffee machine and I'm so excited to see you. Yeah. And you went, okay. <laughs> I could, if you were here, I would have battered you, honestly. <laughs> Those two letters have got duct tape now on your phone, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so this morning, I've had, a, I've had an interesting morning, mm. Mark. I've Talk re- me through it, step, I've, step by step. I've I've received my Bill Gates microchip this mm-hmm. morning. Two days ago, I got the uh, the text from Bill Gates saying mm-hmm. your, your microchip's ready. So tell so. me. So talk me through it. Wh- which bit? All of All it. All of it. I want to know. I've received a text from yeah from my doctor's surgery. Yep. Saying, "Come on down. Come and book your. Come on, yeah. <laughs> Price is right. Come on down." So I I was in two minds to be honest. Yeah. I think it must be hanging out with you. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh god. What if they start tracking me? What if I get a blood clot? Mm. This is kind of the slippery slope to kind oh, of. You went into wise to mind. social control, <laughs> and I thought, ah, oh, just you know, just be it. good content for the yeah. pod, wouldn't it? If anything, yeah. be a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Sheeple. Yeah, yeah, but I thought it'd be like on next week, and then it was like the next day, pretty much. So mm-hmm. I did it at ten o'clock this morning. Uh, went down to mm-hmm. the doctors. There was a shit ton of people down there. Yeah, so there was no social distancing. And... There was, but mm. everyone was wearing masks. But everyone went. I think everyone got there and thought, "I'm going to go in and have my time slot." I didn't realize there'd be fifty other people kind of waiting outside okay. in a really bad queue. You thought it'd be one in, one out. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, but it, it, yeah, okay. But then I thought, I don't want to wait. I just thought you look at the queuing thing. This is going. To, I'm going to be waiting here for about 45 minutes, mm. and then I was in and out before I knew it. Yeah. But um, I'm not actually sure why I got chosen because obviously I'm mm. younger than the the current bracket yes. that is being invited. Well, you're in the bracket that isn't going to get done, aren't they? Yes, yeah. for, for at least another month. Yeah. So you don't know why you've? No, I didn't ask, and there wasn't really an opportunity to find out. No. I think it's probably because of I got a doctor's note. I'd okay. imagine and my lack of guts. Mm-hmm. I, I, I suspect. Okay. Or because I'm ginger. I don't know. I wanted to say that and I stopped myself. <laughs> Why? What, for fear of offence? You said worse things on here yeah, to I me. Guess. Okay. One thing that was kind of banding around kind of yesterday was confidence, because only yesterday our Prime Minister, yeah. and it seems to be every other Prime Minister in Europe, suddenly mm. had their vaccinations on the same day, which I thought was a weird kind of set okay. of coincidences, didn't you? After all that fanny, fanny, yeah, yeah, suddenly they're all moaning about it, and then everyone's having it at the same time. It's just, all kind of weird. Mm. Anyway, I was thinking about confidence, and he was Boris. Obviously, came out, and you said this morning he came out and said, "Did you hear? Did I you see my Insta story? Because yeah, I saw it on the on the news last night. Did you think the same thing when you heard him say it? Yeah, yeah. I did sit there and think. So, what did he say? I can't recommend it too highly. Yeah. You like? Well, can you recommend it? <laughs> it's uh, little. I, yeah. It reminds me of Neil I, Armstrong on the on the moon. Oh right, yeah. Not quite getting it right. Yeah, Someone's yeah. obviously said to him, yeah, "You think he, that would be scripted, wouldn't you?" Yeah. I was thinking about confidence and I thought, actually, kind of, he's, I imagine there'd be lots of people going, 
I want the one he's had because there's all this talk about all the different ones. You know, mm. we're, we just like have too much information, really, don't we? I mean, yeah. With the flu jab, we don't we don't want to know where it's no. made. We just no. go in and get it done. We don't question anything. No. But now we're given so much information, mm. you feel like you almost like you got a menu. You're an expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a discerning kind it's of a bit like Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like looking down on people that had Pfizer or yeah. AstraZeneca. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know mm. which one I was going to get, and as you go in, not at any point. They kind of tell you which one you're going to get. Okay. So I went into, first I went into a little room and the, and the doctor said, just ask me questions about whether I've been ill in the last few days, mm. whether I've been on, on part of the trial, yeah. do I want it? And I said, well, which one is it? And she mm. just ignored me and carried on asking yeah. me questions. Then I looked down on, on her desk and I saw the paperwork and it all had AstraZeneca written all over yeah. it. So I thought, okay, it's, yeah. it's that. But you thought they would have gone, you are having this vaccine today. Mm. Are you still happy with it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You, why, not, why would you be given the choice, really? That's, that's Well, not a choice, but if that's the only one they've got and you've got any worries, so it's the Pfizer one. I'd been, I don't know why. Mm. I don't, I haven't done the research, but, uh, you know, in one of those split judgment decisions. Well, no decisions, one has on, on any of these. No, do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not even the experts. No, no but there's an element Well, of, Elaine Page has. Oh, yeah, I'll come to her in a minute. Yeah. Um, no, but, you know, it feels like if you're trying to encourage confidence, it wasn't just doing with the experience I had, there wasn't anything that kind of helped me become more confident about okay. What I was having anyway, but I could have easily cheated the system because I went into one room. They gave mm. me my little card, yeah, with nothing on it apart from a date and the name of the vaccine, yeah. And then I was ushered outside into the corridor mm-hmm. where basically the, the the fire exit was. Yeah, I could have just gone straight out and had my little ticket. Okay, there wouldn't. There's nothing. I don't think to have said that I've had it or not. So I could have gone picked up the card and just gone straight out the back door. Got you. Got you. Do you got know what got I mean? You. So there was no one to go right. You've had it. It's gone in your arm. Bang. Here's here's me stamping it. Or so you get you get your sort of. You get your card before verification you get, before you get before the you get the jab. Yeah. So I'm feeling right, yeah. but they give you a bit of paper with all the uh, possible side effects. So one in ten people is quite a lot. Tenderness, pain, warmth, redness, itching, swelling, bruising, generally feeling unwell, uh, feeling tired, chills, fever, uh, fever, headache, feeling sick, uh, a lump where where you have the uh, injection. Didn't get all of those though, do you? Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Being sick, vomiting, flu-like symptoms. Um, I've been fine for a year. There's a good chance I'm going to feel shit mm. in the next 12, 24 Try and get hours. through these two. <laughs> what, these pods? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's why I was probably, you know, if I start slurring or, mm. you know, I start falling off my chair, then you know why. Mm. And it or, says, or just be, so you being know. Being humorous. <laughs> just, <laughs> if there's any sort of change from the norm. <laughs> oh, but no, right. But if I am, there's a number on here to ring. No, not them. You can ring the manufacturer. It's made in Liverpool, the AstraZeneca thing. Um, but there's a number on here or just 999 okay just as a okay. health and safety announcement also this thing's got alcohol in it mm-hmm. there's me 14 you drove home yeah <laughs> 14 months after giving All up right. booze they put alcohol in me and I didn't even know disgusting isn't it yeah. Elaine Page she had her vaccine this week allegedly um, oh she's fessed up there's a part two oh, to whatever did. you're going to say okay let me do that then first okay national treasure by the way depends I guess she is. Is it on her Insta? Yeah, it's on it's her on Insta. Twitter as well. Yeah, so she put up a video of her having the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. Shall I play it and then we can talk about it? Yeah, I'd love to hear Let's it again. <laughs> right. Vaccine, I'm having my vaccine to protect against COVID. Make sure you have yours too. When you have it, you'll understand what happiness is. Look, a new life. Will begin. Seriously, when you get the chance, have it. It's safe, it's effective, it doesn't hurt. 
and we all need it to beat the virus. So have your vaccine and make COVID a memory. So there you go. It's good. Um, yeah, it's awesome. But she's lying because it bloody hurts. Hmm. Well, she fessed up that that was faked. Ah, right. Because a lot of the comments, because if you see, we're on that clip, we'll put a link up to it. But the mm. nurse obviously administering, mm-hmm. allegedly administering yeah. the vaccine, but she hasn't taken the cap off. Yeah. And she doesn't plunge. Yeah. So everyone's like, you know, conspiracy. <laughs> and then she puts the so say used needle on the side instead oh, of right. in the box. Did you notice <laughs> no. that? You know the yellow box? Oh, the, the, for sharps. Yeah. Right. She didn't put it in the sharps oh, box. Okay. She just put it on the side. Next. Think, <laughs> thinking it isn't a real needle. I'll just leave it here yeah. for... Are we laying pages clean? We'll just put it in the next yeah, person, so right? Michael Crawford and John Barryman will get the same one. <laughs> it's a lovey's needle. <laughs> it doesn't hurt them. Because they're more precious than the yeah, rest brilliant. of us. Yeah, it's true. But... So anyway, she was on the news this morning. Right. Okay. And... Uh, Towards the end, the newsreader went, that must have been a bit of a... And they played it and went, National Treasure, you're lovely. And they went, that must have been a bit of surprise for the nurse. Mm. And I'm thinking, there was a camera crew there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't a surprise. And the nurse kept the cap on. I think she was she was in on it. Yeah. I think... She st- probably had it and then they just did that again, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. But instead of saying... I faked all that. She went, she she sort of went, well, there was a bit of preparation for this. So the nurse wasn't totally, you know, because obviously I had had my, and it was just like yeah, warbling yeah, yeah. a little bit. And I think that's fine. It was obvious for the cameras. Interesting know. on gloves. It's a personal choice. I looked on the NHS. You can decide whether to or not as a nurse. All right. No, mine so didn't. Elaine Page and um, Boris Johnson, their nurse used gloves. Fascinating, Mark. But the first one. I mean, this is just it, kind of the cutting edge journalism we need on this pod. You've changed. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are going to give us another nugget? No. Good. Is that it? I've got something serious to, to get across. Go on then. Just before we um, get into some more frivolous things. Is that okay? You're right, looking like you're bursting to say something. You need a toilet or are you right? No, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> Did you go before you come here? Obviously. So, before I get into more bookmarks, I wanted to add a small follow-up on two things, if I may, Mark. If you'd go for oblige it. me the yep. time. Just wanted to clarify my comments uh because we talked about race in last one last but one yeah yeah last but one yeah. we didn't know it was going there because we started talking about yeah, how it, it started where it <laughs> yeah and we ended up going uh getting all i don't think controversial but... no i don't think so but i think we we're both feeling uncomfortable yeah unnecessarily but I think, but, so in some respects but that was the point we were making wasn't yes, it that exactly we, why can't we talk about this and yeah you know but we have to be careful what we say of course because it's the world we live in and we'll come to that in the next pod won't we yes quick thing on race i'll try and keep it quick because i want to get on okay mm. As we discussed this, because we talked about this this week, didn't we? We're happy with what we said, but I just wanted to be rock solid in my view that using race, ethnicity, gender, mental, physical ability, i.e. our differences, aren't insignificant. Mm-hmm. I just want to be categoric on that, because mm-hmm. I might have said something that sounded like I didn't mean that, but I, I kind of did. I use the example of Tiger Woods and how his first U.S. Masters win is often preceded with the first black winner of the U.S. Yes. Masters. Now, it's not insignificant as an achievement, obviously. I like to think it's obvious. That's why I'm saying this. Yeah. When talking about the context of how it was only in 1975 when Lee Elder became the first black golfer to play in the Masters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was only in 1990 when Augusta National, who hosts the Masters, yeah. first allowed black members. Yeah. And I didn't realize no, that. No, I didn't realize that. <laughs> that is mental, isn't it? it 1990. Is yeah. So Tiger won his first 
uh, Masters title and the first of his 15 major titles just seven years later. So being the first at something is great. Being the first at something when the world does everything it can to stop you yeah. is simply staggering, isn't yes. it? And shouldn't be yeah. forgotten. I didn't think you were you were trying to minimize no, that. No, I wasn't, but I, I just kind of wanted to add yeah? a, bit of, no, that's a fine. bit of balance, really. But for me, it's about language, context, and intent, I think. And mm-hmm. if we continue um, not to openly discuss and wait for people to slip up, use it politically, and or to whip up divisive clickbait, as we, mm. as we discussed... Mm. Um, then we'll continue. Is that your phone? I'm making an important point here. Unbelievable. No. Oh. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, if we continue to do that, then we'll continue to harbour prejudice and bigotry, I think. So that's yeah. kind of a little point on that I wanted to make. But I thought it was interesting about the mm. US master stuff. Did you check when women were first allowed at Augusta? No. Okay. I can do that for next time, can't I? Mm-hmm. Are you saying for the club themselves, they said we do not have black yes, people so full stop? Augusta or National it? didn't have any black, well, didn't allow black members. There's a club called Shoal Creek, which was um, a golf club um, in southeastern United States, uh, Shelby County, Alabama, mm-hmm. for all those Americans listening. Mm-hmm. Um, designed by Jack Nicholas, it was opened in 1977. Since it was opened, they prevented any black members. Okay. And it all changed in 1990. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, it might be one of those things where it only, only came out then. I don't yeah. know. Cause, yeah. But yeah, this club was around from 1977 and, and from, the, from the very beginning, banned black players. 1990, they changed their mind. Augusta changed their rules as well. So That's mad, it is, it is, isn't it? It is mad, yeah. I can remember, I don't know whether it's the last part of the pod before I was saying about us saying, or me saying things in the playground that had you wouldn't say yes, now, exactly. and that was 1968, and I thought, yeah. God, thank God we've moved on from there, and that's yeah. 22 years later. Yeah, but 77, building a golf club and having the rules yeah. from the off. Yeah, and someone sat down and go, let's have some rules. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Secondly, uh, Europe. Yeah, we were talking about Munich, weren't we, and differences. And yeah. Whilst we're in Europe, we're always made to feel like we're one. Yeah. We all share the same values and share the yeah. same things, but also we're made up of lots of different nations that have very different rules. Mm-hmm. And have different cultures. There are arguments about when we're in Europe. Uh, there are arguments about how laws weren't our weren't our own. Yet, as we discussed, Germany has very different views to risk and very different laws to the UK. So, are we really being dictated to? There was lots of arguments that we don't make our own rules. It all comes from Brussels. Yeah. Brussels yeah. says this, and Brussels says that. It's like, well, yeah, but Germany aren't doing yeah. that. So, yeah, and you go into a Greek bar, and a lot of them are smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to make it clear that I believe in celebrating our differences and believe it's possible to do so under a wider identity of Europe or United Kingdom, which is clues in the title, isn't it? United, mm-hmm. four different nations. Um, and more importantly, humanity. Uh, it's easy for me to sound splinter ass when I try to look at all sides, but maybe it's because we're increasingly encouraged to take sides that when you see both arguments, it comes across as weak and indecisive. For what it's worth, I wanted to stay part of Europe. But looking at what's happening now politically and the language that the mainstream media is using, it's clear we're distancing ourselves from a club we were part of just a couple of months ago yeah so i'm not really sure how i feel about it all now it's getting to the point where it's like i don't want to i wouldn't be part of that club now do you know what i mean the way they've been behaving in the last few days but you think is this any different to what's been happening over the last 40 years we just it's just the language has shifted and the view has shifted do you know what i mean if we hadn't come out of europe we'd, we'd still be in a whole conversation about vaccines wouldn't we who's getting what do you know what i mean i think we would it just feels like we're out of it okay well now, I'm, everyone's I'm... kind of going that's their fault, aren't they? Aren't they awful? Those nasty, that nasty block. Mm. What? Go on. For me, the rhetoric around Europe has become playground rhetoric from the mainstream media. Yeah. And <laughs> the one thing I wanted to I'm mention. I'm not standing up for them. No, the no, 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 no. I just I, think it's interesting how it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're all friends a minute ago, and now it's those buggers over there. <laughs> but the way it was presented recently, 
the lead on the news where when Hugh Pym came in, the, the Nicholas Witchell of health. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, look how brilliant we are on the vaccines and look how shitter they are. So we made the right decision. Yeah. And then you find out that the representative from the, the oh, I've forgotten the name, I'm sorry, stood up and said, blah, 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 blah. And we might stop this. And we might. Stop. This wasn't anything to do with the shortage. The shortage was from India. It wasn't a European. Europe can't go, oh, we're not going, we're just going to blockade so that nothing gets to Britain because they're doing so well and we're yeah. doing shit. It was to do with India, if you look into it. And she also never said at any stage, we are going to block the vaccine going to the UK. She basically said, we need to look after ourselves, yeah. perhaps. The way that was sold, I think now, is is the way that everything's sold. We've, be we've gone beyond sound bites. We've become infantile in that everything yeah. that has depth and purpose and meaning becomes one-liner. Yeah, yeah. And throwaway stuff. The, the latest for me, and I stopped reading this because I despaired of it, was Biden was asked a question. Did you hear about this, about no. Putin? No. And I'm going to praise you because I don't want to go into detail. Basically said, Putin's a bit of a killer. What do you reckon, Joe? And he went, yep. And then Putin went, takes one to know one. <laughs> <laughs> and you go just a minute mr yeah. biden yeah there's a there's a political way of answering that because this goes back to our question to the prince are you racist <laughs> yeah if you ask president biden do you think putin's a killer mm. you then have to go do you think 2000 muslims are in <laughs> detention centers in china yeah, yes yeah. or no yeah, yeah do you think yeah. north korea is blah 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 Yep. Do you think, if you look at the um, strife in Ethiopia at the moment, that that is something that is right? Mm. Do you think that you're looking to to do um, business with countries that have genocide? Do you feel comfortable about that? You have to have to ask every question. Mm -hmm. So one of the things about politics is that you have to have some element of, I don't mean impartiality, that isn't the right thing. But if you're going to say, I think Putin's a killer, you either have to take some action on that. Mm. Or you just don't say it. And so I think now he's said that. And Putin, I've seen part of Putin's interview that goes, I hope he stays healthy. And I'm thinking, God, there's a good threat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. the guys from Salisbury are going to be around. Yeah. But it was just, and, and he literally did. Putin going, well, you know, takes one to know one sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about this vaccine. We said about eight pods ago, the way that this needs to be approached is a worldwide approach. And until the poorest nations in this world get the vaccine, the risk doesn't go away because mm. the whole yes. meaning of the word pandemic is worldwide. worldwide. Absolutely. And for us to glory mm. in the vaccines. That, you know, genuinely, when I got it, I thought my mum asked me if I was going to have yeah. it. And I said, yeah. I'd rather my brother had it because he's a 50-year-old copper. Yeah. He said, oh, he's getting his Monday. So, okay. But that's only because he's 50. Yeah. <laughs> that's not because he's a policeman. No. Another story. Because yeah. that's bullshit, isn't it? That they, didn't, they haven't had it first. I think that's disgusting. Any rule. But I just thought, it's a shame you can't nominate it. I feel almost kind of bad for having it. And there's lots of people who, like we said in a few, no, a few pods ago, mm. there's some people in the planet are never going to even have the opportunity to have it. Yes. And there's me, who, you know, touch with being healthy kind of all, all this time. Yeah. And you're at, an 87-year-old in Democratic Republic of yeah. Congo. Yeah, exactly. You start you... to go on. But kind of being, to my point, being part of me just going innocently down there having that in my arm. Okay, that's just one person, but... Yeah. I'm part of it, aren't I? I'm part of the thing that, yeah. that isn't arguably going in the right direction or could be acted upon in a slightly different way. But this is the triumphalism that I don't like. We have done 
the government have done well. I've done that. I don't don't feel like coming out, punching the egg, you know, going to the news. It's the best thing. It doesn't hurt. And even singing a song. Yeah. I don't feel like doing that I've got something on my phone. I feel a little bit guilty, actually. From from ages ago. And we have pre-orders. And I took a photo, a screenshot of it of, for 360 million mm, yeah, jabs. Fair play. No matter what mistakes they've made, they did think about this. Mm. And they might be by, you do maybe question, well, <laughs> if that's six jabs for every person, then mm. we're going to have some left over. But it shouldn't be used as look how well we're doing and look how shit they're doing. It's yeah. like we are in all this together. It's a worldwide True. decision. What would be nice to say is like, I hope they do as well as we do. I hope we can work together yeah. or, you know, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. it isn't. It's been seen as like, well, there, there's a good reason for Brexit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, imagine like, if we are. Oh, we would, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have yeah. gotten this in your arm if we, if we stayed in. And block. also that the whole thing now that seems to be whether this is whether this is again mainstream media is that, that we're now getting a third wave but it's like in all those european countries yeah 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 yeah. and i don't know whether it is a third wave i don't know if it qualifies yeah, we, we, i know cases have gone up we but i don't really don't want to be getting smug about that either do no. we but it's almost all. why are we even going there is that sort of sort of hidden agenda of like mm. well told you so yeah now look at you yeah now you're sorry mm. uh toss off oh sorry that was a title i wasn't mm-hmm. rude to you <laughs> the coin i have more respect for a gentlemen of your age um the act of flipping a coin to determine uh, two possible outcomes is a practice that has taken place for thousands of years okay in ancient rome there is evidence of a game of chance called heads and ships a reference to the two-headed god janus <laughs> sounds like anus um who frequently appeared on coinage typically with a ship's prow on the other over the years coin tosses come to be seen as a fair way to reconcile tide situations or occurrences that need to be completely neutral and i think i i, I put that in bold completely neutral mm. because to your point about the home you know just wanting to do it home and away yeah i would argue that that's probably why they don't to make mm-hmm. it neutral even though you're not on neutral ground if that makes sense the ubiquitous coin toss is not so random after all and can easily be manipulated to turn up heads or tails um, a canadian study has found success depended on how high a coin was tossed how quickly it was tossed and how many times it was spun and how it was caught you know whether it's on the back of your hand or in the grass well if you have it on your hand this is what i used to do in situations if i was ever a referee and wanted yeah, yeah my team to have, get, a, have a little, little have pain. a little feel oh yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. when you flick it you're so corrupt. No, you but if you, if you flick it and you put it on the back of your hand, yeah. your top hand can feel whether it's a head or a tail. You're made of. So you just go like that. You've just done that. I, I, so <laughs> you flick the coin. I'm yeah, flicking you, the coin in yeah, the you've, air. You've landed on, you've put the... You've put it on the, yeah. the back of your hand. And then you've just taken your hand off. You can, if you know... How you, do you know just with your fingers on top of the coin? Because you can feel whether it's You're a, a spider. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you can't do that. You can. Think Britain's got talent if you can <laughs> read the side of a coin with your palm. Hmm. But it's also none of the coins are tested. So, for example, if you go to a referee and you've done this 38 times and you find 37 heads, nobody's <laughs> keeping these stats. I love the way you think. On that note, with the design of coins today giving certain sides a specific advantage depending on the geometry and differences in yeah. weight between the sides. Yeah. Oh, spidey sense over here. You yeah. could probably feel this anyway. There'd be more engraving on the tails generally, wouldn't there? The tiny weight redistributions caused by the designs alter how the coins land. Different aspects of the catch can also play into this. If the coin is allowed to drop onto the floor rather than being caught straight out of the air, an element of randomness is added. If you spin the coin rather than toss it uh, with your thumb, then again, the designs can add small variations to the way it could land. Mm. I don't Someone's think been thinking too much about this, yeah, haven't they? Yeah, don't like people like that. Just live don't and like let, pe- just, nah. You don't like people who think about these things. Just Mark, live no. and let live. Yeah, right. Just take it at face value. But there I isn't think- always a conspiracy theory. <laughs> 
you don't win a you don't win a football game in the first half. I was driving in the car listening to our pod, and that was my statement. That, remember we talked about why would you kick towards your fans in the second half? And I was thinking because you don't win a game in the first half you unless, you're, unless you're playing against City. <laughs> like, what you don't? No, you can only win once once it's finished, or you can only win or lose once it's finished. That's what I was thinking. But is it about where you are or where you're kicking? Where you are at the end of the game is my thinking on that. Does that make sense to you? Nope. No. Nope. Why? You see what I'm because you know, does does my point make? You don't have to. I didn't listen to all your point. I just glazed over a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I noticed that. Well, your point is, you I was d- too busy. Wa- I was too busy waiting to counter your point to actually hearing it. <laughs> I was already getting <laughs> getting an argument ready. <laughs> go on, go again. My, my my thought was, you don't win a football game in the first half. So if if you're down five nil in the first half, you've got a chance to go and score six goals in the second. Right? That's my thinking. Okay. I haven't thought this through too much clearly, but is where you are at the end of the game does that matter in terms of which end you kick to? That's if, just. It's not even worth countering. Home advantage. More anecdotal evidence can be found when looking at the World Cup winners. In total, six teams have won on home soil. Yes, very high proportion. Um, Uruguay, 1930. Italy, 1934. England, 1966. West Germany, 1974. Argentina, 1978. And France, 1998. In 2002, even host nation South Korea, if you remember rightly, uh, made it to the semi-finals. Mm. And everyone was like, how the hell did they do that? Mm. Actually, they played some good football, to be fair, from memory. Uh, Nobody predicted that, so it was like, coincidence and finally on this because i've got to mm. rattle on the german footballer manager you probably heard of this guy because i think he probably played in the 40s um joseph herberger ever heard of him that's two age references already <laughs> carry on no i haven't heard of him no you were you were then you uh, hate it on quiz shows oh, have i said this before i'm sure i have i think i'm i think 60 is probably our well, limit you, you, you held back on, on a ginger comment so yeah you thought it. that's because i'm mindful. just because i say it, i don't make i'm no different to you um, <laughs> Hold on, can I say what he said? No, not yet. I'm making a point. I didn't correct you about your bloody first half one. That was so ridiculous. I could have made you look... What? About my what? Your game isn't won in the first half. Yes, it is. It's not. Yes. It's only won at the end, isn't it? When I was a bookie, you could bet on football matches. I found a whole thread on, on football betting. I didn't want to get into it. Yeah. I knew it. I shouldn't have mentioned it. And anything. one of the bets was a team to be leading at half time and the other t- side to be winning at 90 minutes and it was very long odds well, right so here we are joseph herberger this is this mm-hmm. is a good point okay Hopefully i'm not helping this. you am i <laughs> no well no. yes okay actually in some ways because this this guy said the ball is round the game lasts 90 minutes and everything else is just theory well that's theory you can be you losing you can be losing one nil on 88 90 minutes yeah. and still win two one can't you in the last couple of minutes it can happen yes yes that's my point so if just because you're 2-0 down the first doesn't mean that's the game done, is my point. You've what, just been going... Nye, 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 nye. What it means is if the a, a side is winning 2-0 at half-time, yeah. the chances of them winning that match are very, very high. Exceptionally high. When we go for a but, coffee okay, break, yeah, when you we go cannot, for a half-time orange yeah, gonna... between pods, <laughs> the number of... Side, you look at someone no, like... Yeah, but that... Okay, my, my you cannot... You cannot argue with my point. This is why, because factually, it is correct. You cannot win a you cannot win a football game at half time. You can't walk into the game. It's done, lads. Just have to go and sit on our asses in the second. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You cannot deny that. I'm not. I'm not getting into all the kind of the odds and sods of of, of betting. Mm. So I'm sure there's. You've got all the stats and you've got all the experience. And I bow in your general direction, right? But you can't win a game in the first half. Well, no, strictly you can't. No, I agree with you. Right. You've won again. What? 
no, you're just doing this because you can't be bothered to mm. argue anymore. Mm. I know exactly what you do. You do this all the time. You do that. No, you are right. You see, no, the pe- I can the, see it in your eye going. You're, at, you're the, the people that have started listening to us in Australia yeah. who say they love the have giggles they? and our dulcet tones, and now all they're oh, getting. You've got to save that for mailbag. Just well, cut it out. Just then. let out the. <laughs> Do your job. Okay. Right. I'm going to do my job and move this on. Okay. Game of two halves. We'll have one each. Yeah, one maybe, all, right? Maybe in the second half I get to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Work-life ballet, Mark. What's the challenge? Yeah, fi- I feel fi- like... Fi- I f- fire on. Yeah. <laughs> so why bigger, faster, smarter and cleaner isn't always best. Now, I've I've tried to keep this very simple. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make a... Uh, Sweeping state- state- <laughs> statement, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, you know, we can open open the floor. Yeah. What do you think? Go for it. Because, you know, you normally have something to say. Might not on this one. <laughs> it might be a 20 <laughs> minute It might be really short then. Yeah. I wasn't going to talk about business particularly, but this is the thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, honestly. But, but I'm going to quit. I'm going to throw the towel but, in. But So bigger. There's much discussion around at the moment about behemoths of large businesses at the moment we've touched on amazon recently you did in terms of their soaring profits mm-hmm. facebook is facing up to some serious allegations of monopolizing the digital landscape mm-hmm. and the australia one it's not the new stuff yeah the new stuff with with, Murdoch uh, and that. they've all settled now haven't they? yeah they've all settled yeah i'm yeah. just trying to get australian references oh i see what you mean we're big in queensland are we i've not seen this is all new to me i don't mm. know i wonder what you're going on about them okay hi hi good day oh no oh that's yeah that's it sorry <laughs> All we need is well, one more Barbie reference <laughs> and corks round hats, and then we got the hat yeah. trick. So allegations of monopolising the digital... I don't think it's really allegations of monopolising the digital landscape, is there really? They're pretty much monopolising the digital landscape. Uh, bullying competitors into extinction or yes. acquisition. Uh, only a couple of days ago, Russell Brand put out a video uh, on this exact thing called Silicon Valley's Power Grab. Can big tech be broken up? I've, I've watched about five, six minutes of this. Bloody mm. brilliant. It's really good. And it is funny and scary at the same time. Uh, A statement by Apple CEO Tim Cook has confirmed that Apple buys a new company every month. While the acquisition strategy is aimed at offering better services, the tech giants are killing competition by making one sale at a time. You don't have to bully companies into being bought. But if a company is trying to, you know, make its way of being a challenger brand, for example, someone goes, oh, billion quid? Yeah, right then. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? I think as soon as there's a chance of new companies blooming and contributing to decentralizing big tech, because that's the whole thing about trying to break, you know, American mm. government mm. trying to break this up. And mm. I think they are often snuffed out or sucked up, really. Yeah. All this data on us is pretty much what's at stake, really, isn't it? And it's in the hands of big tech and not localized governments, which is, I think, something they're, they're clearly terrified of. I think all governments are terrified that power is in data and the data is on us. The establishment don't have any power over us. I think it's just interesting, though. I think the whole data thing, because I think um, Apple, one of their registered addresses um, is Ireland, isn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, it isn't for the whole business. I think it's for the intellectual property mm. department. Yeah. Something came to mind. I just saw a little clip on this. The equivalent in America of Dragon's Den, it's some shark's tank or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think about seven or eight years ago, they had a guy putting forward basically the doorbells with a video in. Is it Ring or Hive or, you know, whatever it is now. And he was, I think he valued it at seven million. And I think they went, it's a nice idea, but like, get out of here for seven million. And he's just sold for a billion to Amazon. And as you were saying that, we see Amazon there as a retailer. They're not a retailer. 
Oh yeah, they've yeah. bought something there that's around yeah. surveillance and data yeah. and information. Yeah, and that that's where the money is. Yeah, isn't it? it is. Yeah, definitely, it is. It's a longer burn, probably. But yes, in terms of value. But once but you've got it, no one else and... can get it. Yeah. Once you've got that data, that's right. So faster. Your monologue the other day was fueled by the notion that everything feels like it's getting faster. Yeah, and there's a key thread of ours in this pod, isn't it? Where the speed of life's individual parts consolidate a real pressure and anxiety in us to go along with it. Yeah, so I was trying to think actually what makes what things are fast. Really, I think kind of communication is certainly fast, isn't it? Yeah. The, data, the speed of talking about data, where we can access data so quickly. I think responses are quick. Yeah. There isn't time to draw a breath. Mm. You're expected to answer straight away. Yeah, yeah. On everything, isn't it? Yeah. I got this, this article in Wired in 2019 saying the average American car may be capable of reaching triple digit speeds, but the average American driver spent 97 hours sitting in traffic in 2018. Mm. Public transit systems in cities like New York and San Francisco are stuck in a, here's a word, miasma? Miasma. Misma. Miasma. Of delays. High speed rail projects have plateaued in many nations as, as governments bulk at their high costs. That's happening here, isn't it? Yeah, because they're not just, bulking, we're just going ahead. I'm just kidding. It. <laughs> I think other people are bulking, aren't they? Yeah. It's not just America, this is all over the world, but it's just in relation to America. Hi, America. See what I've done there? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We're, still, we're stuck on 36 states. So. Oh, wait, do we need a few more? How many are there? 52 to get? Are we yeah. collecting them, are we? Like, yeah. okay, top cool. Trumps. Okay. <laughs> I've got, top, of course. Top Bidens. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Um, American industry. Watch your step. <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, no. No, I'm not no. going to even joke about that. No. No, it's not funny. No. No, you put me off. Mm, sorry. It's all right. He's all right, though. Mm. Um, American industry is cooking up ways to solve the slowness problem. Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, as we know, is working on networks of tunnels in places like Los Angeles and Las Vegas. The idea is that cars and shared pods will zoom through them on a skateboard-esque electric platform. <sighs> Companies with names like Virgin Hyperloop One, Hyperloop Transportation Technologies and Transpod have spent millions pursuing the concept of the train-like Hyperloop, arguing that whizzing through a tube is the fastest way to the future. Overhead, General Electric, Lockheed Martin and startup Boom Supersonic are just some of the players working to revive supersonic passenger flight. Okay. I always think that was a weird one, getting Concorde mm. way ahead of its time, bin it, and then everyone just starts... Because it had one crash in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of talking about that, there's... there's why, why do we want to get so, somewhere so fast? You know, is that about business? Is that just generally in life? It's not all about business, isn't it? Just, you know, even with Con back on Concord, the idea of getting to New York in what, for four or five hours, you know, people were going to New York for one business meeting and flying back, weren't they? Yeah. You know, but I guess in a, in a time where they didn't have getting Zoom. Getting before they left. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, my last kind of point on this was, was, was cleaner or greener and the world is going green, yet there's huge questions around the true green credentials of, say, battery-powered cars, for example. It's true that side by side side comparison um, once built and on the road battery powered cars are better for the environment but their impact from their concept and production is highly questionable if you if you put them side by side yeah i mean just just something on there that something i was reading about single-use plastics which is obviously and we said a little while ago didn't we to banning of straws to save the turtles to me and i know if everybody does their little bit we'll all and i'm just thinking i get the concept of that that if everybody is more aware and they do yeah. their bit but it's that conflict for me that you will get people going Yes, we're gonna we're we're gonna go to paper straws because that is gonna help the pollution and the mm, thing. Mm. But I'm going to order a packet of sweets from Amazon and that they'll get here by ten o'clock today. And I don't care that that's in a diesel van. Yeah, as long as the turtle then got as straws long, up the yeah. noses, you know, the rest and, everything else can burn to shit. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so what happens is that there becomes in the way that we are given clickbait, there mm. would become things that everybody will come on to. I mean, metal straws. 
people are having metal straws. Okay, you carry if you're not, do you not ones. carry your metal straw around with you, Mark? <laughs> but I mean, I mean, the energy. I mean, I'd love to know the energy <laughs> in producing one metal straw. Yeah. Compared also, to also, where does metal come from? I guess they just grow it. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so anyway, the point I was going no, to make was... You have was, to dig this shit up, don't you? You have to dig it out of the ground. It was like I said about solar panels are made from yeah. coal and quartz, yeah. which is quarry. Um, but the point I was going to make, and so one of the things that's been banned, I think fairly across the world, or is at least is on most people's list, is cotton buds that have the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've got the bamboo ones. Yeah. Mm. And so you don't have to have the plastic, and that makes sense. Yeah. Not knocking it at all. Yeah. But... They're the, just three metres long, that's the thing. <laughs> Jousting sticks. <laughs> yeah. um, but the decision to ban certain things such as cotton buds uh, one thing was excluded that is one of the biggest single-use plastics mm. in the world and that is you can have a guess no cigarette filters okay oh, right. i think it's something like 4.5 trillion of them are chucked into the environment oh you see them everywhere don't you yeah so just a minute when we're, we're going to change yeah. straws oh yeah, but yeah something that the whole world F- is throwing on the floor on, yeah and has single-use plastic in it why no, aren't we banning because it? Because it hasn't been up a turtle's nose, Mark, has it? <laughs> no. That is literally watching that video. Have you seen that video? With the turtle yeah. and the straw? Yeah. It's horrendous. That that changed that changed it yes. all, didn't it? Yeah. Because fag ends weren't being stuck up there. But if you showed a how turtle... Ma- how many animals... With a roll-up, <laughs> that would get the message across to people. Well, I bet they'd get a nice smooth one with those flippers, wouldn't they? Yeah. You could roll anyway. some brilliant spliffs, couldn't you? You could have turtles. Well, the angle trained. is where you get nice cones, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> and the Galapagos tortoise, they're, they're so old. They didn't, they'd didn't. give something to do in there because they can't crochet or do bowls or anything, could they? They no, could just, just roll spliffs. Anyway, the mm. point I'm making is I wonder why mm. cigarette ends weren't banned. Or maybe it's because they bring in trillions of I've dollars even... of duty. Oh, no, I, I can't know. be that. Can Whereas it? straws don't. <laughs> Yeah, they're not taxing straws, are they? No. So are they made of plastic? Because I've never... I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, didn't they just, you know, have they all biodegraded by now? But I never really question what they're made of. No, nor have yeah, I. Yeah, if we went for like a mile walk, we could probably pick up 50 of them. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. But on that, digging up stuff. So as whilst we're using lithium-ion batteries, we'll be looking for lithium and mining it at a steady rate for the next 20 to 30 years at least. Yeah. yeah. Um. And Cornwall's kind of been identified as one of the next uh, hotspots for lithium. There's plenty in their mills yeah. <laughs> down there. No, I was just, I was your, just going to butt in with your butts. Oh, mm. wow. Cigarette filters are made of a plastic called cellulose acetate. When tossed into the environment, they dump not only that plastic, but also the nicotine, heavy metals, Arsenic. and many other chemicals they've absorbed into the surrounding environment. Let's, let's, just, let's just draw breath. <laughs> <laughs> a coughing that smoker's was a, breath. I, yeah. That generally was a real cough. I just what had. the fuck is going on? I've just read that. I didn't know that cigarette butts were made of plastic. Well, tobacco's got arsenic, so you'll have arsenic in there as well. And heavy metals. Yeah. And there's whatever num- trillion of them yeah. being chucked into the environment. Every gutter, yeah. outside every Tesco. So why, there's why, a whole are, load why of aren't them. we up in arms about this? We're up in arms about coffee cups or about straws. I've just said it hasn't been up a turtle's nose, Mark. How many times do I have to tell you? I'm going to go on You're a... I'm going to find a turtle. That's what we need to do. Find a turtle, a willing one. Yeah. We won't want to force anything upon it. They it did it with beagles. That it wasn't... Ha- yes. True. We won't want to get, you know, an unwilling or unconsenting uh, no. tortoise, would we? No. Uh, we'd have to... Well, turtle. Tur- turtle? T- same thing. Um, <laughs> we'd have to... Um, I think you'd be up for it if we could go. Look, this is for this is for the mankind. We just need mm, to for the gram. Yeah, 
when you want those little weepy video clips. You know what yeah. I mean? Digital currency is my last point on this. Okay. Take Bitcoin as an example. It has a value because it's finite, like gold and lithium. I think a lot of people don't realize this yeah. and requires energy to mine it. Yes. Yeah. This is from The Independent yesterday. This is hot. Hot. It is hot. Analysis by the University of Cambridge suggests the Bitcoin network uses more than 121 terawatt hours annually, which would rank it in the top 30 electricity consumers worldwide if it were a country. Mad. And terawatt's a great word, isn't it? I'm scared already. (laughs) What the hell's a terawatt? It's like a terrapin. (laughs) Isn't it? Back to the turtles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Power turtles by terawatts. Power ninja turtles do you remember did you at your school did you have a terrapin is it called terrapin those temporary buildings that lasted forever in schools was it just a mobile used to be called a mobile not a terrapin no that's (laughs) that's just about really rude then no i think it's a terrapin no is it not terrapin they were they were single story yeah square like like caravans but classrooms well yeah so temporary kind of buildings Yes. Mobiles. Terrapins. Okay. I mean, Bristol isn't far from Litchfield, but... Yeah, well, the 60s like are a long different... way from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Really if they were temporary point. in the 60s, they're not going to be there when you're growing up, are they? Yeah. What and you called it... them after a phone. Strange. No, we were ahead of our time, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Try and pick one of those up and make a call. Um, whilst you're looking at that, yeah. all these threads going, look at us with all these plates spinning, Mark. Uh, the amount of energy Bitcoin's network consumes did not rise to serious prominence until 2017, when a major price rally drastically pushed up its energy needs to the level of a small country. As the market cooled off in the years following, so did energy demands. But the latest all-time high hit this week, yeah. of uh, Bitcoin hit another high this week, uh, is more than double that of three and a half years ago. And this time its energy requirements are even greater. This is a quote by Charles Hopkinson, CEO of leading cryptography firm IOHK. He said Bitcoin's energy consumption has more than quadrupled since the beginning of its last peak in 2017 and is set to get worse because energy inefficiency is built into Bitcoin's DNA. Bitcoin's carbon footprint will get exponentially worse because the more its prices rise, the more competition there is for the currency and thus the more energy it consumes. Hmm. I, I saw some of these graphs as well and I must admit I'm still... I sent you that um, digital image. Oh, the NFT. We, I, yeah. We, I put it in the other week and I took it out because it's a bit of a yawn fest. It so is a bit I of a yawn want, fest. I want to bring it back. I, I, I've point. been following that person for ages. Be- is this Beeple? Sorry, no. Is, oh, who, it's the one on Instagram. Okay. Beeple's um, one of the ones who's just sold him. He's what, a piece of yeah, art. Yeah, no, this, this guy I've been following for a while. He hasn't been selling okay. it. He's the one who got 2,800 or something okay. for that. Fantastic image. I love the image. But mm. no, I hadn't realized you'd taken it out. So very quickly, this is from CCE magazine. Yeah. I'll send you a link rather than a screenshot. No, no, please. <laughs> um, Terrapin came into existence in the late 1940s. So as I say, it's my my genre. Well, is it spelled the same as a, as, an, as a small animal? Yeah, I think so. Well, this has got double R. I've got a feeling that the animal okay. might be single so what R. It, what is it then? Came into existence in the late 40s. Following the rising demand, I was thinking that the other day. The Second World War ended fifteen years before I was born. It's like how yeah. easily we forget. Well, how old you are? I don't. I remind you every no, pod. The stuff, yeah. No, the stuff that's happening in the world. Like, oh no, it's not. Yeah, isn't no. We the, haven't learned a single no, thing. No, no, I know. There's genocide happening in a nation, and yes. we're sitting there going, mm, yeah. Look, that was look how much discussion. Bitcoin's going for. Yeah, that was the other discussion, not the Biden-Putin one. But did you see um, China came to have a visit with America? Mm. 
And this American diplomat sat there, sort of went, okay, we, we need to work together, but we're not too happy because we think, we've heard, he basically goes, we've, we've heard that there's some things in your country that, you know, really, when you think about it, you know, you could do better. Right. Basically, they were given two minutes to do an introduction. That could have been this. anyone talking to anyone, but I presume yeah. it's them talking to the Chinese. Yeah, talking right? to the Chinese. <laughs> and they, they, it was agreed that they would have two minutes right. to talk. And he went like, but, you know, we don't want to turn a blind eye to this, but, you know, let's try and see how we can get. And basically, <laughs> the Chinese diplomat went like, shut the fuck up. You, you know better than you should be. And we're the new kids in the block. And it's like... Is that always a diplomat? Yeah, <laughs> and it was very powerful, and it basically went, "You're not all that." Yeah, it's he, like getting off your high horse. You know yeah. what it is, isn't it? Yeah, and he said, "Like, do you honestly?" It, so what was coming across? The, the Chinese diplomat was almost going, "Like, look at your." And he then went into a twenty-minute tirade and went, "Like, you're telling us what to do," and then went through riots, unemployment, poverty, mm. Black Lives Matter, and just spewed out, you know, Russian gun influence. crime, <laughs> Russian influence, <laughs> and you sort of thought, "This is again, it's very playground," mm. and it's like. We're having diplomatic discussions. I only found out a couple of weeks ago, the Winter Olympics 2022, China. What the fuck are we doing as a world that we're going to go to China and celebrate the Olympic torch and the Olympic ideals? And the last thing I'm going to do is Apple have stopped using a company in China called Ofilm, who are one of their suppliers, because they have a sneaking suspicion. It didn't say outright proof, but a sneaking suspicion that they're using the detention centers for Muslim oh, detention right. centers right, right, right. to produce stuff that Apple are now using. So they've stopped right. their contract. And I'm thinking if Apple have got enough evidence to stop using a producer because they think it's been used in forced labor camps and we're still sitting around, he says, with his Apple in his hand and you with an Apple Mac, but yeah. at least they've <laughs> taken some sort of stand. But governments aren't. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It's and there's other stuff as well, stuff that's happening in Ethiopia. I don't know if you've seen that recently. I saw a little bit. Is it safe to say, Mark, that um, China aren't on our listening figures? Is it safe to say? No, they're not. Hmm. Good job. If they were, I'd change my tune. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd, uh, yeah, like, I'd shove off the Australians and the Germans from last week and it would all be... Anyway, right, Terrapins came some... into... Oh, right, we haven't done that yet. <laughs> Hurry up. I've got, to Terrapins... I've got to wrap up. Okay, I'll be quick. Terrapins came into existence in the late 1940s following the rise and demand for new buildings after World War II. During the 50s and 60s, the company was best known for education accommodation. Terrapin quickly becoming recognised as a building concept... And when you look up Terrapin in the Oxford Dictionary, the second definition in the world is a prefabricated one-story building. Or mobile. Uh, Just wait, just wait. This was in the 60s and 70s. During the early 80s, some people in the Midlands misguidingly called them mobiles. This was soon thrown out as being irresponsible and (laughs) dim-witted. Right, let's go on. Witted. <laughs> you were great. So, brain food. Mark, I just wanted a couple of things to talk about here. Do I know what's coming? Uh, yeah. Okay. One of them you do. Because um, I've suggested it. Talk <laughs> a, what's, well, kind of, okay. yeah, kind of talk about predictions. You talked about breakfast and macros on episode 58, mm. Premier League Tossers. Mm. And, phew, I don't know, a day later. The world exploded. BBC, yeah. BBC News. Yeah. Headline, are we getting breakfast all wrong? And I sent it to you and you were like, what the actual, mm. didn't you? Yep. The article was talking about how our habits have changed over the past year with lockdown. Mm-hmm. I don't know, people maybe getting up and, you know, having a bit more time maybe because they haven't got to drive to work or whatever mm-hmm. so they can get up and have a crack at making breakfast. 
So Tim Spector, Professor of Genetic Epidemiology at King's College, said breakfast has become very, very limited in the UK. Mm. In some cultures, breakfast is often leftovers or similar to foods you would have for lunch or dinner. Yeah. yeah. Says medical doctor Rupi Aujla. For instance, on the Pakistani breakfast menu, you may find some semolina harva, chickpea curry, spiced potatoes, oh, sounds delicious, parata, mm. uh, puri and nihari, a lamb or mutton shank stew. According to cook Samaya Yusmani, in Vietnam, noodle soups and fried rice are staples, as well as, you'd know this, being a man of the world, banh mi opla, a fried egg in a baguette with meats, pickled vegetables and a chili sauce. Didn't have it in Vietnam. Okay. Two years but, ago, I was in Vietnam. But I think the whole point is, like you were saying, weren't we just eating kind of granola or porridge yeah. every single morning? Why aren't yeah. we going up and having, you know, meats and eggs and yeah. kind of a very... It is odd, isn't it? How yeah. we've just done that. Yeah. It's like when you get to open the fridge and there's leftover dominoes. And I'm like, oh, meteor, have mm. some of that. And everyone's mm. like, oh, that's disgusting. What pizza in the morning? It's yeah. like, what do you mean? Yeah. What if I was on night shift? This is my tea. Yeah. Yeah, Weird, it's, 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 it's a bit about, I often use the, the analogy of a Martian comes down and asks you a question. So a Martian mm. comes down and says, what do you have for breakfast? I have the same thing every day. Mm. It's, you idiot. It's, it's porridge. So what, you just have a bit of oats and a bit of milk. So do you not ever want something different? And the answer generally is, I wouldn't consider. That's yeah. what my bre- my breakfast consists That's of. Silly. Get back in your spaceship, yeah. piss off. And so, right, you're going to be on this earth for 80 years and yeah. you're just sticking, oh, no, no, sometimes at the weekend I'll have eggs. <laughs> yeah, but, but what about the rest? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah. Why would we limit ourselves yeah, in right. that? Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing, I, I have, I realised I haven't had Space Raider crisps <laughs> for years. No. But there was a big grab bag of beef Space Raiders in Tesco's. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Good. We haven't talked about crisps for a while, have we? I think the first probably eight pods are literally just crisp chatter, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we've left it. And you were big into crisps and chocolate. Oh, the crisps and chocolate combo, weren't you? But I think oh, you, you, start, oh, you started oh, off the crisps. Oh, hand up, sir. What? Mm. Two things. Yeah. This isn't an interruption. This is um, an embellishment. Oh. Have you finished on the Space Raiders? It <laughs> doesn't fucking matter now. <laughs> so, one of my clients mm. bought me a meal deal. A couple right. of weeks ago, because she didn't think I was eating, which was sweet, really nice. What a sweet meal deal? Oh, sorry, right, okay. <laughs> and so I put it in the fridge, but I put the whole meal deal in the fridge, including the, the crisps. The, the crisps. Okay. And they were giant, yeah. mega size hula hoops, beef hula oh, hoops, yeah, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. big ones. Yeah, I know. They've been in the fridge two weeks, fresh as a daisy. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think you're going to change and put them in there. No. What? Hold on. Buy a bag of crisps and leave them two weeks. No. <laughs> they barely last 20 seconds. <laughs> That's literally how I eat crisps. I've interrupted for no particular reason other say, than saying I what, had the a the first a time beef, or the second time? The second time. that oh. I've had a beef flavour snack to go alongside your Space Raiders. All I'm saying is get on the beef Space Raiders if you can. Yeah. Also, I tried McCoy's Sizzling King Prawn as well. Because mm-hmm. normally McCoy's, not about you, but I'd always go for the beef. Or the meaty, well, the or the meaty ribby flavour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But meat, yeah. You, yeah, why well, you just wouldn't go for anything else. That's not no. what they're in the business for, is no. it? But oh, give the King Prawn a go. Ridged? For extra pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's King Prawn. <laughs> um. Um, I've got some mailbag. I've got a letter from the Premier League. Carry on keep getting these letters we had what was the last one from crystal methany at the pt oh. union of the uk yeah i've made to be upsetting people yeah well we've i think we've both been guilty of is it me again 
There's both of us. Mm. Should, should I get into it? Yeah. Dear Mark and Damo, well, that pissed me off to start. It's the wrong with. way around. I know exactly. <laughs> Even I know that. Rude. Yeah. Uh, never listen to the podcast. I'm too busy for that. Okay. <laughs> However, my PA has brought this uh, very serious matter to my attention and I write this with a sense of urgency in the hope that you'll remedy your mistake. Okay. So, ang- so angry people, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, in your episode entitled uh, 58, Premier League Tossers, a vulgar and tasteless title in my opinion and not actually at a target of my disdain, mm-hmm. uh, you incorrectly referred to our organisation and I quote, the Premiership. Okay. In fact, you used the term premiership at least seven times, which over-exasperated my PA and now me. Mm -hmm. If you're real football fans, then you'll know that the term premiership hasn't been used since 2001, since our association with that awful cheap lager Carling Mm -hmm. ended. We work very hard on our branding, messaging and public relations to ensure that we remain the flagship of elite football throughout the world. Throughout the world? Throughout the world. Okay. Uh, this relentless quest for a world-class reputation can be seen in our current approach to the COVID-19 pandemic and in all of our staff and players' uh, impeccable behaviour with respect to the safety guidelines on and off the pitch. Yeah, the, the report that came out this week wasn't good timing then, was it? Uh, what was that, Mark? I, let's carry on with it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he finishes up I'm sure you'll look to rectify your language in the future and continue to offer your podcast to those who can be bothered to listen I mean he's made his point there's no need to kind of keep hammering home uh, warmest regards Mark DeMann he's another Mark mm-hmm. uh, acting CEO at Premier League so yeah well we can only apologise yeah listens have been going really well so I don't uh, know I'm stats man yeah yeah stato yeah you are do you know March the 14th have we broken records it was our best day ever Really? Yeah, seven people <laughs> no, what? from around really? the world. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Highest, highest listenership by ever. Great. All that happens is I say thank you. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was gonna, my my first point here was I was going to reiterate what you said last week and, and say thank you to everyone who listens because I've been looking at the stats in not as much detail as you do, old Stato. But right, shall I, I need to get on. We need to get on. We're doing so well now. We've we've gone off peak. Right, life hacks. Uh, I just wanted to echo what you said in the last episode when you were talking about um, stopping and just giving something 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean sitting at a T-junction and kind of go, oh, which way shall I go? Uh, but uh, things do look different in an hour in the morning and maybe a day or two later, don't they? So I think that's a really good one. We've kind of talked about it, but I did it this week. I thought, yeah. I'm just going to sleep on that one. I'm going to part that. I'm not going to look at it and yep. come back to it. And it was good advice. Mark, remember when you drank? Remember yes. that? And you used to get annoyed that your ice cubes were watering down your Lambrini. Mm-hmm. I mean, you used to be raging about it. Mm. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, angry. You do that. Right. <laughs> Shame this podcast wasn't around at that time because you'd have known to simply freeze grapes instead of water and use them to cool your fruit perry. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. And you wouldn't but Don't give been... them to your dog. What? Grapes? Yep. They're bad for them, are they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. That's a two in one, isn't it? It is. Every, in fact, every time you give me a life hack now, I'll give you a second, <laughs> okay, second so reason why it's good. Okay. When viewing houses, as well as checking for the obvious things like damp, subsidence, leaky roofs, uh, nuclear power stations at the end of your garden, that kind of thing. Yep. Remember to check your phone and see what the reception's like. Yeah. That's important. And then turn the taps on to see what the water pressure's like, because that's something you don't normally do. Because mm. then you get all happy and you move in and the day in and you, you know, the day you move in, you get all excited, turn the tap yep. on, you got like a dribble. Okay. And you're like, so follow up life hack. Okay. If you view your house in the day, yeah. go back that night at two o'clock, have a rave and see what your neighbours are like. That's awesome. Yeah, because if they're the moany type, you're not going to move in, are you? No, that's a good point. Okay, next. Uh, have I done three? Nope. 
Yeah, I have. I've done three. But do you want this? Do you want an avocado one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, does avocado. do you ever have trouble identifying how ripe your avocados are? It's quite a personal question. You meant to squeeze its bottom? No. Uh, knew it. Well, <laughs> simply, <laughs> simply remove the small stem cap on top of the fruit, and if it comes off easily, then it's good to go. So what, unwrap it? No, the little, the little, little knobbly bit, like it's the stem. Yes, yeah, no, the but stem. they're often in wrappers, aren't they? I guess they're not if they're single. Well, once okay. you've bought, oh, you must find something. So you haven't added to that when you've taken away. Okay. How do you feel about that? Go and sit in the corner and think about your sure actions. <laughs> okay. He's not a good-looking boyfriend, but he does avocado. <laughs> good that's it for this episode well done for getting this far and thanks for listening give us a follow on instagram and twitter at ironfinecast and send your feedback and ideas to ironfinecast at gmail.com don't forget to give us a five-star review on apple podcast and tell a friend or two in the next episode life before mobile phones and the madness of the internet mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right i was just holding my Do breath you... i don't oh, know why because it's it's the anticipation i guess mm. right so we'll see you in the next episode uh, bye bye